so that's really interesting. Um, yes, they do. They do believe it's a sin. However, to each our own. We're going to, our doors, the door's always open for everybody. Jesus loves everybody. It's not so much that it, homosexuality is wrong. Because it's, it's just, it's attraction. It is what it is. I actually, give me one second. Let me see if I still have this note. So I actually went to this um, conference probably um, almost a year ago. Man, let me see if I still have these notes because it was really good. Um, so we talked about, you know, same-sex attraction. There was this whole PowerPoint. I wish I had. I wish I could pull it up or find it. But, um, you know, the ground at the foot of the cross is all flat best way to put it the ground at the foot of the cross is all flat god loves everyone equally we are made in god's image and sexuality reflects the image of god behaviors are sin not attraction so that's kind of the key points of that and if you want a deeper explanation i'm more than happy to attempt but no it's not wrong god loves everyone equally we're made in god's image and sexuality reflects the image of god it's more so indifferent. And a lot of people are going to have their different views on this. A lot of different pastors are going to have their views on this. Different churches are going to have their different views on this. Um, personally, I have... Yeah, so they're, everyone's accepted. No matter who you are, what you're doing, anything like that. But... It's, it's the acting on it because God and the Bible and it's, it's preached against the act of doing it and acting on those temptations, acting on that attraction. However, if you do, at least in my church, you're going to be just as accepted. You're not going to be bashed. You're not going to be banned. You're not going to be pushed out or anything like that. You're going to be loved. You're going to be accepted. You're going to be met where you're at. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um... You know, it really came down to, in that same thing, in that same uh, presentation, I remember, that it came down to, you know, the same thing to where um, premarital sex also, also is wrong. But, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's making sense. Am I making sense? Like, everyone is loved, everyone is accepted, everyone is welcome here. The doors are open to everyone. So, and I, and I think that if you are, if you personally are religious and you're feeling these things, I say the best thing to do is to talk to a, a leader within your, within your sect, within your church that you feel comfortable talking to about it and get their take on it and get clarity there. Not from <laughs> some, some dude on, on Twitch. Um, but I'm more than happy to have this conversation. I think it's a great discussion. Um, Satanist, interesting. Hey, you know, you still be welcome at my church. You're still welcome in the stream. I'm not gonna bash you or anything like that. My biological mother is actually a Wiccan, um, and I think it's really interesting. Different take, you know, if that's that's you and that's what you believe in, and if that is your choice, that's your choice. Everyone's gonna have a different take on it. And that's okay. You know, you're still welcome here. You're still welcome as part of the community of the Young Dad Podcast. And with everything that we do with Ball Boy Media and whatnot. And 
And some people believe that. Some people feel the power from it. Some people feel the comfort from it. I mean, Satan was one of God's sons. You know, he just made a lot of really poor choices. I mean, it's very biblical. You can look up the biblical reference of it. Satan being cast out. All those things. I think it's really interesting when people talk about Satan. Because people dog him. People dog Satan. Just bad, awful, terrible. But I heard a sermon once that was really cool. Um... I'm up for a little viewpoint, but date, debate. Yeah, sure, man. That's cool. But I think it's just, I think it's just really cool because Satan has a story, very detailed story. There's a reason he was cashed out because he wouldn't listen, and he was also trying to create a similar kingdom and have the similar ideas about what he wanted for God's children, for all of us, to the point where. It came down to being about him and not about God. And it was about him and everything he could do. Not about what God could do like through him as a vessel. And I feel like that's what, you know, I don't view myself as a vessel, but if I can be cool, awesome. But yeah, I'm up for a viewpoint debate, you know, post a couple points and let's talk, man. That's what we're here for. You know, I'm going to be streaming for the next couple hours, so... I got plenty of time, man. I got, or plenty of time. Sorry, I don't... I, I'm really bad at that. True. And that's... You know, that's very similar in... At least in Christianity today. Depending on... Some sects don't preach that. But that's the, that's the real message at the end of the day. Everyone's welcome. You know... You can make it back to the kingdom. But if you do bad things, you may... It's going to be harder for you to get there. Because at some point, you're going to have to confess those and own up to them and take them. So yes, everyone can make it through the journey and everyone can make it back to the kingdom. In Christianity, at least, it is viewed that the ultimate thing that gets you back into the kingdom is your personal relationship with the Savior. Whether you've accepted him as a savior, whether you've accepted God, whether you've accepted these things um, into your heart and into your life. And if that's where your heart truly is. But no, that was was a similar view there. Um, it, it's interesting because he, he did have a similar view to Jesus. It's very similar. Um Satan also came from a point of place of love. It's really interesting. Um, what else you got? I mean, I think part of that, no matter how bad you are, you went through the journey, you're still going to go through the journey here in this life, you know, with the version of Christianity and whatnot and Jesus at the helm. And you're going to... You know, you're going to be welcome and you're, everyone's going to do bad things. But what are you going to do to, are you going to make those right with your maker at the end? Um, so in Satanism, you are your own ruler. You're the one that makes boundaries and you make yourself comfortable. That being said, you are the leader of your life. Um, or is Jesus guiding you? I feel like it's both. So we're given, you know, everyone's given agency to choose from themselves for themselves. Um, we are the leader of our own lives because 
Jesus doesn't tell us what to do. You know, the Bible gives us a guideline or a foundation is how it's preached, um, according to what I know and how I understand it. You know, you you are your own person, as in, so yes, you are your own ruler. Um, you do make your own boundaries and you do make yourself comfortable in this world, whether you're Christian or whatever, no matter your belief. Um, yeah, you are the leader of your own life because you were given that agency. That's why Jesus died, so that you could live and you could make those choices. You know, that's why Adam was cast out of the garden. Adam and Eve were cast out of the garden because they, they made that choice. Um, hold on, let me, I'll read that in a second. Um, you know, we're given that agency, that autonomy to make those choices. Um, but it could be argued that there are things that he does, does mark lines for you. Some things he does lead you instead of yourself. True. You know, it definitely can be argued that some things are placed right in front of you. For others, it's not always that, that simple. I think it really depends on the person. And because, you know, the Father knows us, you know, better than we know ourselves because he created us. He knows our lives. He knows what's going to happen. He knows that some of his children need to hold their hand. He knows that some of his children can get there through um, making their own choices and whatnot as well. But yeah, some of those things are in marked lines for. Um, right and wrong, good and evil, um, Ten Commandments. You know, these are things that you're, you're supposed to do. But really, um, I think a lot of it comes down to love. It's, it's just love. Go ahead with the big heavy question. Drink something real quick. Oh, that doesn't taste good with my gum. I have minty gum and like watermelon bang. Yeah, of course. I appreciate that, that respect there. I appreciate that respect. That means a ton. So that means that this is truly a discussion. It's awesome. No, I appreciate that. And I'm not angry whatsoever. Um... I think this is really, I think this is fun. I haven't really ever had a discussion like this. I've only really had discussions with fellow believers. You're actually the first person that I've been able to have a discussion with that has a varying point of view and that's been able to explain it and have a conversation, not a debate, but like a conversation about it. So I really appreciate that. No, definitely not going to anger me. If I don't feel comfortable answering, please don't take that as like a thing that I'm like trying to avoid the question or don't want to answer or anything like that. Because, I mean, there's a thing of respect right here between us right now to where it's don't answer, don't answer. You know, it's that autonomy, that agency. So I really appreciate that. Let me guess. Even you're asking if I'm actually an Oakland A's fan. The answer is yes and no. Um, I do love the A's. I was raised in Oakland, California, so big thing there for part of my life. And then um, I'm actually a Seattle Mariners fan. Um, hopefully that doesn't change anything with anyone watching or listening. Um, welcome whomever else. Um, let's see. But someone who is in my my own mind, I went to Satan because Jesus and even God has turned their back on me. 
My cries fell on deaf ears and I learned something God failed to love people in my eyes. One thing I was told before is who, who is the voice you hear when you're at your lowest? Man, that's deep because oftentimes I don't, I we're not meant to hear a voice when we're at our lowest. Those low points, at least for me and my life personally, man, those low points are because I got myself in that situation somehow. The, the low points are a consequence of my action. And yes, I've been on my knees praying, crying, and so like nothing's changing. But in those moments, the only voice I'm hearing is my own voice. And I'm talking to myself, or I'm talking, I'm praying, I'm talking to God, but I'm also talking to myself. I'm processing those feelings, I'm processing those emotions, I'm processing whatever I'm going through. Um, and you know that a voice, there's two voices there. And it's, it's really a choice. You can listen to the negative. You can listen to the voices saying that, yeah, you, are, you aren't good enough. You are awful. You are a crap of a human being, whatever like that. But, but, or you can choose, like, it's, it's like the cartoon, you know, when there's like devil on one shoulder and angel on the other shoulder, you know what I mean? And, you know, you can listen to that version of you that wants to bring you down and keep going lower. Or you can listen to the version of you that's trying to pick you up and stop you from going even lower than your lowest because there is a lower place. And it's really just making those, you know, subconscious choices and making those choices of who you're going to listen to. Are you going to listen to the positive and the good and try to find the silver lining and find the, the good in life, good in the universe? Look for the color instead of the gray and the black and white and look for all these things. So I think that's... I don't know if that answers your question, but for me, the voice I hear when I'm at my lowest, it's a lot of myself. It's a lot of subconscious um, conversations and whatnot. So I definitely appreciate that question. But um, for me, honestly, I don't hear a voice. I, I feel things. I feel actual like comfort and I feel like a hand on my shoulder telling me it's going to be okay. See, a lot of people hear the devil tell you these things. How you're worthless, how you're nothing, but he's being honest. So you yourself can go up, look up and go, what What can I change? And you start to answer yourself more. See, I feel like you can get the same thing, you know, from mainstream religion as well, from Christianity. You can argue it either way. You know, you can be faced with those things um, from God. Because God is a, he's a fair God. He's an even judge. It's not always going to be sunshines and roses. It's going to be floods and um, fires and destruction and storms and challenges to question like your faith, to question what you're going to do, where you're going to change and what you're going to do to, to change and to, to course correct, self-correct. Because God you are going to want to self-correct. Either either side of you fall on. It's just, that's humans. Um, I actually have my bachelor's in, in this field of human services, human science, psychology, things like that. Uh, so a lot of this is just human. It's just humans. You know, excuse me. When we're at our lowest, you know, we do have to kind of look ourselves in the mirror. That's just humans. I don't think it comes from either place. I think that just comes from human nature. I think it also comes from um, 
but how can God allow another person to affect someone and break two sins? Because it's, I wish I could answer that. I don't know how, I don't know how that all works. You know, there's some things that just can't be answered by man. But I know God's going to allow us to make our own choices. And he's going to allow people into our lives. He's not going to stop someone from coming into our lives. Because each person and everything happens for a reason. You know, everything's going to happen for a reason to make us better, to make us worse. And to test us and to challenge us. So if that's, if that's God, then, you know, we see God's allowing another person into your life to affect you and break two sins. So he's testing you on the two sins. He's seeing if you'll be faithful to these two things. Um, I don't think he ruined, I don't think he ruined your life before it began. Like I said earlier, you know, the, the ground on the cross is flat. We're made in his image. These things are made before him in his image. And, you know, it's, it's difficult. All right, hit, hit me here. Cause I, I felt this way too, in a lot of different ways. I felt this way a time or two in my life, plenty of times. So I'm gonna check my phone real quick. He allowed me to be birthed by a drug addict mother and gave me to a life with a father who would. Okay. Um, places shouldn't be touched. Set me up for failure. You know, I. Part of that I relate to, part of that I don't understand because I, I haven't gone through it, unfortunately. And, you know, um, I'm really sorry that you've been there. I feel for you. You know, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Wouldn't wish it on any child. Um, you know, I was born to a mother who was an alcoholic, and I didn't have her in my life. And that was really difficult for me because it, it's difficult not having a mother in your life. It makes it really freaking hard. Um... You know, your the choices of your father aren't your fault. They're not. They're they're not your fault. It's not your fault that your father made those choices at all. It wasn't your fault. You're not to blame. It wasn't on you, nothing like that. You know, it's don't don't blame you. Don't blame a God for a man's choice, acting on these thoughts that were his and it is your burden. One quote that I heard a really long time ago here when I was really young, um, God gives us toughest battles to our strongest soldiers. You know, I feel 
now we're all given our own set of challenges. Everyone's been through something. Everyone has a story. And that's just, you know, that's part of life. Everyone has a story. Everyone has something they've gone through. And some of those stories are really hard. Some of those stories are super hard. And not everyone can relate to those stories. And it's not just your burden to bear. It's not. You can lay that at the foot of the cross. You can lay that at the foot of a higher power, at the foot of the universe, and let go of it because it wasn't, it wasn't your fault to begin with. You didn't ask for it. You didn't ask for those things to happen. There's amazing resources out there, faith-based or non-faith-based, to where you can heal from these things, to where you can um, move on from these things and come to peace. This is where, this is where you tell me you're with, and I thought long and hard, I finally said it out my lines, where you told me how to start making these changes and make those lines possible. You know, it's, and that's, that's the approach that you took. You know, I'm not going to say your approach was wrong, I'm not going to say it was, was right, but that's your approach, that's what you took, that's what worked for you to be able to heal from those, um, the lines, those boundaries, and those are your decisions to make, because that's what we're blessed with in this life, we're blessed with that agency to, to, um, be able to go, go through that, you know, and I'm, I'm really sorry that you had to, you've had to go through this, and you've had to bear those crosses, and you've had to go through those things, because no one, no child ever deserves that, I'm really sorry, but I just want you to know it's not your fault, you are loved, you are worthy, you are valued, there's tons of people that care about you, and, you know, this world's a better place because you're in it, and that you've made those choices to, you know, to, to move on and to heal from these things, granted hard and nearly impossible, it's a thing to be proud of and a thing to celebrate with yourself, and so I'm, I'm proud of you for doing that. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not a lost cause. Um, and that's your choice. You know, I still love you the same. God loves you the same. Saint loves you. Who, whatever your higher power might be. Your love's the same at the end of the day. The right people will still believe in you. The right people will still care. The right people are still there at the end of the day. The right people who truly care about you are there. The door should always be open to the discussion, especially among Christians, you know, to where we are open to accept others' ideas and beliefs, to where we don't just tell people they're wrong or that they're a lost cause, because we've never been told that in our life by our Savior. So it's, I appreciate that. I really do. It means a lot, but the door's always open, you know, dear, the door is always open. So, you know, if you, if you have that feeling, that inclination someday, um, you know, find a Calvary Chapel, Harvest Chapel, um, something like that. So, always there. On what branch? Because you and I both, yeah, no, I agree. 
And it's about finding the right ones for you. You know, find, do your research before walking in those doors because those doors might not be truly open even though they say they are. Um, make sure you look up that they're, you know, fully accepting of the LGBTQI plus community and they're all inclusive and you actually will be accepted for who you are and for your choices um, met where you're at because you're not a lost cause. Not at all. You're not wrong. And you're just, you're just on the path that you're on. And who knows what happens in five, ten years, years from now. Who knows? Go ahead. Pro my mind. This was fun. I'm really appreciating you um, being here talking. It's a lot of fun. How did you find my stream? Can I ask you that real quick? How did you find my stream and what made you come in here? Because um, I don't, I just, I just literally just launched my Twitch yesterday. Um, it's my second stream. So what, what made you land here? Like how, how did you land here? That's what I want to know. But I, I appreciate you being here. I really do. Um, I hope you follow and stay on for more. Uh, definitely would appreciate that. Share with friends and anyone that wants to have these discussions on life, wants to probe someone's mind and just get a different viewpoint. So definitely, you know, love to know how you ended up here for sure. Just randomly scroll through, saw this. I like talking to people. Saw a smaller stream of her more humble and talk more. <laughs> definitely appreciate that you know i'm super humble i never thought i would be on twitch you know i've been doing this podcast now for a while um for about nine months now so it's a lot of fun but my problem question is what if your kid and the age of dating is such all right cool honestly like i i, I honestly i have kids i have two kids um it's not going to change anything i'm not going to love them any less if anything i'm going to love them more I'm going to love them so much more, be so much kinder, because all I want from them, no matter what relationship they're in, is that they're in a healthy, happy relationship. Thank you. Um, that's all I want. That's all I want for my kids. That's what every father should want for his kids. I'm not going to throw them out on the street. I'm not going to tell them to stop going to church. I'm not going to tell them to stop doing things that they love and, you know, stop expressing their faith or their sexuality, but I'm going to accept them for who they are. I'm gonna love them if that's who if that's what they choose and that's what they feel that they they are and what makes sense to them then awesome for you baby girl I'm I'm so happy that you have that clarity of yourself I'm so happy I'm so excited you know make sure you call your aunt tell her talk to her my, my older sisters um, part of the LGBTQA plus community and I love her just the same as my other siblings. We don't talk as much, but I still love her just as much. Ain't no different. She's just my sister. That's it. If, you know, in situations like this, yes, I say that she's part of that community, the LGBTQ plus community, but she's just my sister. Two of my best friends that live in Arizona, in the Phoenix area. They're gay. Guess what I did with them last time I went to... Um, Phoenix and visited that area. I want you to guess what I did with them. 
Yes. And it was so much fun. Um, one of my friends is a little bit smaller, um, but his, his husband is this, this really big burly bear dude. And he kept me close to him all night. I felt safe. I felt included. I felt beautiful. I was being touched. I was being, had drinks bought for me. It was so much fun. And I didn't even care where I was at. I just felt like I was at a really cool, really cool club. Because everyone was cut loose. Everyone was chilling, having a great time. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. That's my take on that. Because I do, I have thought about that. And that's going to be my response. It's going to be, I, cool. Was that supposed to change something? And I hope when my kids are old enough and they get to that point and they realize that about themselves, that I'm the first person they talk to about it. Because um, they know they're going to be supported and loved no matter what. One big misconception about gay people, a guy can come up to you, maybe flirt and buy you a drink and say, oh, I'm straight. I'm here supporting my friend. They will take that with stride and go, awesome. Yeah, no, I just, accept, I just accepted drinks. I said, thank you. Um, I appreciated it. I talked to him as a person because it doesn't matter what you are, gay, straight, part of the LGBTQ plus community, no matter where you are there. Um, it doesn't matter to me. You're a person, you're human, you bleed blood the same. So it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's basically what I did where I just say, hey, you know, I'm just here, with, I'm, I'm straight, I'm here with my friends, just having a good time. Um, but I appreciate it. You know, just be nice, be cordial. And that's what matters most to people at the end of the day. Just be nice, just be a good person. Don't be a dick. Um, don't be judgmental. Um, and that's what matters most. You know what I mean? So. But yeah, dash it, uh, Douglas. Do you have any friends that would want to ask any of these same questions or know a place where their ideas and who they are is fully accepted? Send them over here to the stream. It would be, it would be huge. It would mean a lot. Um, if you look up at the very top of the chat, I posted, um, the last two episodes of my podcast, the Young Dad Podcast. Um, I also have a sports podcast. Not sure if you're into sports. Um, it's called Ball Boy Talk, the Unhinged Sports Podcast. So I can plug that stuff. So if you want to check any of those out or share them with someone that might want to, um, those links are there. The links are also over in my um, in my um, bio about section on my profile. So the whole website there, Ball Boy Media, is right there. So. Oh, man, in a lighter sense, I listen to, man, it's weird because I literally haven't listened, like, just straight listen to music in, like, a while where I just sat and listened to music. I usually listen to, I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of audiobooks. Um, when I am listening to music, I'm listening, like, let me, hold on, hold up that. I'll tell you my Pandora stations, how about that? And then, 